You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to Webcology. Webcology is the show that takes you into the deepest and darkest ends of the ecosystem on the internet. Our guides will take you on a journey into web marketing and bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. Now, here are the hosts of Webcology, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is Thursday, December 23rd, the night before the night before Christmas. Uh, We had meant to do a look forward to 2011, but the FCC snuck up on us over the weekend and on Monday released what looks like a uh, clumsy sort of compromise that left nobody happy on the net neutrality issue, so it looks like that's what we're talking about today. Uh, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Dave, how you doing out there on the wet coast? I am doing, uh, from the sounds of it, a hell of a lot better than you. Oh, man, yeah, well, yeah, right now I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I have a big pot of coffee beside me, just ate a whole bowl full of chicken soup, drank half a bottle of Buckley's Mixture, and... Uh, <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go for the Robitussin next. I'm going to get into the Robitussin get really weird <laughs> we're glad you saved that for after the show oh i'm gonna i'm actually gonna drink half a bottle of robotess just before our debate again just to make things really weird uh yeah friends i have been sick all week sick as a dog sick as a dog that's been like you know experimented on by strange mad scientists um that's how i've been well you know, as on on the brighter side of that, it could be worse because it could be me. <laughs> Indeed, I'm telling you, brother. <coughs> excuse me. You don't want what I have. I think you know. And the funny thing is, I'm I'm feeling a, a million times better today, and I still feel like I've been beaten up. It's just uh, it's the seasonal flu, but this one was uh, this one was a doozy. Luckily, I've had it. I'm over it. Um, and uh, I'll be entering 2011 with an immune system that won't catch this flu. <laughs> we'll um, see how many more uh, creep across the horizon at you. Well, we'll have to see what happens next year, but I'm pretty sure that I'm uh, that this is my annual sick phase. And it really sucks, too. I mean, it was it's the week before Christmas. The tech world checked out last Friday. Like, no one's, no one's doing anything except busy work. And so that's what I intended to do. I, I had some writing I wanted to get done, finally. I wanted to get, like, you know, the little niggly stuff you do on your optimization campaigns that, you know, the work's got to get done, but there's always more pressing stuff to do and phone calls to take, clients to talk to. And this was the week to get all that little stuff done. And I swear, this is the first day I've been able to sit up straight without wanting to retch or vomit or cough my lungs out. 
Um, but on the bright side, I discovered that um, and I'm in Toronto right now for the, for the next few weeks. I'm in Toronto, and it's very, very cold here. And I discovered I can make snotsicles just by standing outside. <laughs> and that's something you don't see every day. Well, soon you'll be joining us here on the West Coast, and that won't be possible anymore because it's about, I don't know, 45 degrees here. So, Oh, that is so bobby. That's so bobby. But, but it's raining, isn't it? I mean, isn't it like pouring rain? You have to swim to get to work? Shut up. We don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I can't wait. I can't wait. I will admit, two days snow. before Christmas, walking out into the rain going, are you kidding me? This isn't snow? Really? <laughs> Being uh, from Ontario myself, but that's all right. Um, uh, brother man, flash ahead two months to when the cherry blossoms start falling off the trees and, you know, Victoria's snowfall. Yep. I can't wait. I know. It's hard to shovel, but there we go. Um... Okay, so let's launch into this thing. This is uh, going to be, well, I don't know, are we doing next week? Maybe we'll discuss that after the show, whether we're going to be doing a show next week. Um, but, uh, yeah, we are uh, We're going to debate a little net neutrality, from what I understand. I think we should debate a lot of net neutrality. It's the, it's the big issue this week. It's actually, it's really the only thing I can think of in the, uh, in the tech news that is um, a major impact. And uh, will obviously have a massive impact on how the internet, our industry, our radio station, and uh, well, just how things evolve in the environment that that we're used to working in. A um, little bit of background: I'm sure most of our listeners are familiar with the concept of net neutrality. Um, I'm also sure most web Webcology listeners are familiar with Dave and my opposing stances on it. I'm for net neutrality, um, the idea that that the corporations require regulation or they misbehave, and Dave believes that that regulation will stifle their ability to innovate and create cooler products for us to use. Um, is, is that close to your to your feelings, Dave? I think, you know what, as a Coles Notes version, I think that's, uh, that's great. And you and I will get into the nuances of what that means uh, here shortly, but continue. Well, we'll try to. Um, on, on, on Monday, I'm sorry, on Tuesday, um, Julius Janikowski, the uh, chair of the uh, Federal Communications Commission, came out with a new ruling that was adopted by the FCC on Wednesday, yesterday, on the concept of net neutrality. To, uh, it's a 21-page document. I have Actually, I have the document open in front of me, and I'm not going to bore you all with reading all 21 pages. I'm going to paraphrase it as such. The old web, the plug-into-the-wall web, will remain mostly the same. Internet service providers, the cable companies, the telcos will not be able to charge you extra money for accessing applications like Netflix or Hulu. They will not be able to prevent you from using applications like BitTorrent or Skype. Yeah, Skype might be able to stop you from using it, but the ISPs won't be able to. Um, So the rules for the old web, the one that we're used to, the one that you plug into the wall, the one that comes via, you know, Wi-Fi across your wireless router, that'll remain mostly the same. What we should really be concerned about is where the web is going, the wireless web, the mobile web. And that, my friends, is going to be something very different than what you're used to, than the environment that has fostered us and provided us a safe, a safe and stable uh you know, working environment. That's going to change drastically. And from my reading of this, and I hope I'm wrong, but from my reading of this, it's going to be a nightmare of tiered access, extra fees and costs, um, the ability to either throttle or deny service on applications that might compete with something that the, the, the internet service provider offers themselves. For instance, um, Verizon has its own mapping service, so it might blo block the use of Google Maps on your mobile device un under the new FCC rules. Um, similarly, um, AT&T 
is a telco. Why should they let you use Skype for free on your uh, on your iPhone or your BlackBerry when you should be ringing up huge mobile mobile charges with them? So that, in a, in a nutshell, that that seems to be the the, the direction that uh, Julius Janachowski, um, chair of FCC, of the FCC, has gone in. Leave the old web the same, and let the corporations do what they will with the new web, with the mobile web. And I got to tell you, I got some problems with this because the one of the beautiful things about the internet in my world, in my mind, was. Anybody with a little bit of talent, gumption, and ideas could thrive and succeed in it. You can get online, express your opinions, make a business, and make a life, a good, stable, middle-class life. The barrier to entry is almost nil. Just a little bit of education is, is, is you know, the, the bar of entry to working on the web. As the web evolves and as it goes as it goes wireless, which 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 has to, that's the direction it's going in, that barrier of entry is gonna become a big ass brick wall. And I gotta tell you, Dave, I, I I know you feel very strongly. I'm I'm into free markets too. I'm a capitalist. I love capitalism, it's good for you. But as we saw with the American experience and their banking sector. Regulation actually works. And lack of regulation, well, that seriously screws stuff up. Or at least it allows greed to screw stuff up. And I don't know why the ISPs won't be greedy. I would be if I was them. You would be if you were them. So tell me, Dave, what do you think of uh, the FCC's ruling? Well, you know, I mean, if I was sitting in Brasco's chair right now, I would have hit that applause because I just love that tie into the banking sector to just truly grab that fear mongering and just run with it. Um, I mean, what this is is, is the premise of the entire argument um, that, that goes net neutrality is, is you know, uh, the chaos that is going to reign all rides on the premise that past this individual piece of legislation, consumers, it, it is the Wild West. Um, we were back in Deadwood, and, and this is the first law that's, that's being passed. It's not. There's already huge chunks of laws that don't cover. This is the first one maybe specifically that addresses um, net one. neutrality, but it's not the first one that addresses um, providers and, and, and consumers. Um, so just to say that, gee, net neutrality was not entrenched here, does not mean that the consumer of the product of Internet access has not been protected. I mean, we just have to look back in, you know, to the, to the Comcast BitTorrent. I mean, BitTorrent, of all good godforsaken things, I mean, this is, is something that, uh, let's, let's face facts here. Yes, there's legitimate use of BitTorrent, right? I mean, we, we all, the argument can be made, I'm sure, you know, 1% of the things downloaded on BitTorrent actually have, have some legitimate purpose. But um, the FCC penalized Comcast for blocking BitTorrent. So already we have these protections in place. And, and so we have the, the, the net neutrality supporters running rampant saying it, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be absolutely horrible. There's no protection. I mean, you are about to be screwed left, right, and center. Why, to use your example, um, you know, why won't, um, you know, other mapping providers, and I can't remember the specific company you listed, but why won't they block Google Maps? Well, because that violates um, competition law. I mean, they, they won't be allowed to Under do that. Under the new regulations, it won't. Under the new regulations, as this specific set of laws applies, but that doesn't negate all the other laws that protect consumers. And that's what's, I think, really being missed here is there are already enormous segments of laws to protect consumers. Those laws don't all of a sudden get voided. Just because you happen to say that I can drive 50 kilometers an hour doesn't negate the fact that I can't do it drunk, right? I mean, one set of laws that applies in one segment does not negate all the laws that also have overlapping. You know, it's like two circles, like we did in math, and there's this overlapping area. There's consumer protection. There's Internet protection. There are laws that are meant to govern both. And just because something isn't specifically listed in this document on Internet protection does not mean that the consumer protection laws are all of a sudden voided. So we still have a huge segment of laws, my argument being, 
um, that, that really we're just asking for, for more protections where protections already exist. Um, we're tying the hands of telcos to have any kind of flexibility, and as long as it does not compete with fair consumer protection, it shouldn't. My biggest I, I problem... i got to jump in here for a sec, Dave. Sure. Pretend, pretend you run a restaurant, okay? Yeah. Now, there's consumer protection laws that allow me to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches on the street whenever I want, right? Sure. I can yeah. walk down the street and eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Yeah. But I can't walk into your restaurant, sit down at your table, and eat my peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Because you're paying for that chair, you're paying for that table, you're paying for the heat, you're paying for the restaurant. Correct. i got to eat your peanut butter and jelly sandwich, but mine tastes better. Right. That's what we're looking at. If I'm on and the Verizon you, network, they honestly, don't have to provide me do Google services if they have a product. They don't have to. Think of them as a restaurant. Okay, let me, let me ask the question this way. Let's put it, I mean, take it away from the, the specific restaurant analogy, and let's make this uh, the issue size that it actually is. Why won't Google be allowed to, or why couldn't Microsoft buy Google? I mean, we know that would be a quick way for them to end this entire, you know, battle of who's better. But they can't. And you know they would if they could, but they can't buy Google. And why? Well, they can't afford Google. Because competition laws won't let them. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's no way they would be allowed to pull that, uh, that little rabbit out of their hat. Then there'd be no... Um, competition in there. Why did Microsoft have huge problems early on with, with Internet Explorer and, and these sorts of things? Because of competition laws, because of unfair competition practices. These same laws that protected us there protect us here. Yes, I can't walk into a restaurant and eat my peanut butter sandwich, but you know what? I can eat my peanut butter sandwich while I'm wandering down the street. I can sit in a park and eat my peanut butter sandwich. Heck, I can go into a food court probably. You know, I'm sure there's a couple with weird security, but and eat my peanut butter sandwich. The fact of the matter is we, you're, you're, you're applying an incorrect um, sort of analysis or, or, or example here, and I think you know it. <laughs> I think you're trying to tongue-in-cheek and try and trap it here, but it's not a fair uh, sort of comparison. What we're comparing there is a truly, mind, like, very tightly fixed uh, example where, yes, all I'd have to do is find 20 of my best friends and we'd close down this restaurant by going in and eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches every day during their busiest hour, uh, you know, because they compete with, you know, my we're, buddies. We're not talking you know, about WikiLeaks, are we? <laughs> but, um, but I think what we're talking about is a more global issue of fair trade, which is really what this is boiling down to. The argument of net neutrality uh, and, 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 and the evangelists of it is that all of a sudden the consumer is completely naked and they're about to, well, it's going to be like a scene from Oz, right, in the reality of it. Yeah, if I remember, it's a scene where the flying monkeys came and like uh, started kicking the, the the straw man in the balls over and over and over again. <laughs> I mean, we all know that's not actually. I mean, I think most of us. That's actually not what's going to happen. Consumers are protected now. My big problem, and I think you and I, to go to a point, I think both of us are going to agree on here. What I really dislike about this about this law, and it's why you called it really well early on, is. Neither camp is happy, and I think we can agree that neither camp is happy for the exact same reason. No universal rule was actually made to say, well, it applies here and it doesn't apply there. No. Is this a, 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 a capitalist-based situation, or is it not? Um, is this a case, like, why does the rules apply here, but it doesn't apply here? That's like saying, I, I can't drive drunk in the city, but down a 40 and go tearing down a country road, no problem, right? Like, I mean, it just doesn't make sense, and I think that's what's really, really irritating here, is to say, this is different than this. No, it's ones and zeros. The rules need to apply to ones and zeros as a whole, not these specific examples. Yes, you and I can come up with specific cases where we'd go, you know what, I, I want my telephone access to be the same, but you know what? I'm willing to say 911 is more important <laughs> than my call. You know, if you have to cut off my call to my grandmother because somebody needs to make 911 and all the lines are tied up, aces, go for it. Um, I think we can all agree to those, you know, very, very uh, specific um, exceptions, and, and that would apply to to mobile to ones and zeros as well. If I have a heart monitor being being, you know, uh, you know, communicating signals, and all of a sudden it detects a flat line. Yeah, maybe maybe that should override my ones and zeros that are you know watching you know to use the uh, I am ninja example uh, the hot dog on a stick girl but um, and I'm sure you know the video I'm talking about anybody's welcome to look up I am ninja net neutrality on YouTube for this specific video but um, 
you know, other than that, I really am hating the fact that they've they've created this airy fairy kind of. Well, we're not really protecting. To, you know, we're not saying that consumers have this. We're not saying telcos have this. We're not saying that these laws are. There, there was no decision made, and that's what's driving me nuts. So they've separated mobile from from landlines. Oh, or I mean, from from traditional wired networks, and said your wired networks are. You know, I mean, they're going to be this, uh, and, and they apply, but mobile doesn't. Is is it a law or isn't it? Is it is it the telco's right or isn't it? And that's what we were all waiting for: is somebody to say it is the telco's right, and and you know what, Dave can give a high five to the telcos, or it's not the telco's right, and Jim can give a high five to his commie friends. But at the end of the day, <laughs> oh, you know, I had to slip one of those in, Jim. Um, but at the end of the day, when will you see what gets but gets slipped into you under the new regulations, my friend? Um, yeah, yeah, it, it hurts, but it comes to the other end, doesn't it? Okay, okay, friends, um, Dave, I'm sorry, we have, I, I, I'm being given the uh, the hairy eyebrow from the from the studio there. Um, we got to take a break here on WebCology and Webmaster Radio. We'll be coming back with our oh-so-coherent net neutrality debate after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. WebCology. We'll be back after this short break. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brad Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. (sighs) What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link-building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link-building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link-building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link-building report. (laughs) <laughs> Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. We are having our semi-annual net neutrality debate. Uh, on one side, we have uh, your knight in shining satin armor, me, Jim Hedger. On the other, we have an 800-pound gorilla, Dave Davies. Um, <laughs> no. Oh? Okay, so... The funniest thing about this whole th- this whole debate, the whole FCC uh, compromise, Dave, and you said it earlier, 
no one likes it. It's one of the few times that I've actually seen Democrats and Republicans agree that this sucks. Senator Al Franken. Al Franken. Who, who <laughs> is running to the left of me. Al Franken. I love Al Franken. He's funny and he's smart. And he's probably to the left of me. He opposes, he opposes the FCC's net neutrality stance. At the same time, Mitch McConnell, the Senate Republican leader, said in a statement on Tuesday that the Internet should be left alone, and he and his colleagues would push back against the new rules and regulations in 2011. So, you have the far left, represented by Al Franken, and the idiotic side of the Republican Party, represented by Mitch McConnell, agreeing that these provisions are just going to screw everything up. Um, I want to reiterate my problem with this, and then, then Dave, if, if, if possible, I, I'd like you to reiterate your position, okay? Sure. Um, this is a difficult subject to make interesting. It's a difficult subject to explain. Basically, for the last 15 to 20 years, we've had a free, unfettered, Wild West-like environment. Where as long as you were publishing legal content, nobody was going to deny anyone else access to it. Your barrier to entry as a publisher was almost nil. And you could rely on the carriers, the internet service providers, to provide equal, unfettered access to anybody who wanted to see, read, or listen to your material. Under the new regulations for the mobile web, which is where the web is going, the Wild West becomes a land full of settlers and barbed wire where if you ride too fast across the open range, your horse's legs are going to get all cut up as it runs into a barbed wire fence. That barbed wire fence will, will have been erected by Comcast or AT&T or Verizon or up here, Rogers or Shaw, who don't want you to take more money out of their pockets by using legal applications that run on the web using the TCP IP protocol because again it removes profits from their coffers if we want an industry where we can continue building um, good businesses on the internet online be it wireless or plug into the wall internet. We need regulations to ensure that the ISPs respect the tradition of a free, of free, unfettered access to data, regardless of what that data is, assuming that data is legal, not kiddie porn, but legal data. All legal data, regardless of how it's transmitted, has to be treated equally. If not, our opportunities as entrepreneurs will be severely restricted. This radio station may not be able to exist. And we the people will lose one of the last true free frontiers available to us. That's my concern. What say you, Dave? Okay. <laughs> um, well, I guess knowing that uh, most of our listeners are, are listening at their PCs, um, of course, I, I love the station, um, but even in the lackluster uh, arrangement that has been set up. It looks like uh, looks like we're protected. The the wired web and our and our station is is protected at least for the uh, short term future um, until the majority start um, listening to it on you know through mobile and not through 
podcast downloads, but you know, d- directly. Um, the way I I view things, and you know, in a more you know, I, I know I love poking fun at you, and I and I love picking at you, and, and, and calling you a commie. But we all know, you know, that the real issue here at stake um, is is a really really serious one. Um, and and there are you know it, and I know it. There are legitimate points made, being made by both sides. I think we can both agree to that. I mean, uh, understanding um, that uh, the the way the web works, it's it's fundamental core. Those engineers holding this thing together with duct tape is really at its core um, something that is special uh, and 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 incredibly important for the way our entire commerce system at this point works. Um, you know, to bring up a point that would support. Um, your argument, if I believed uh, that it was actually truly at risk, um, which I don't, but uh, if you stopped me from being able to access my bank on, on my mobile device, well, I'd become incredibly reliant on that. But my ability to go, you know, go and use my debit card up, you know, crap, okay, it's in my other account. Okay, you know, let me just, you know, move it. There we go. Okay, now we're good. Um, you know, and make sure that these things are, are available. If all of a sudden that ability was taken away from me, or even more critical for a specific timely uh, and, and, and monetary uh, perspectives, my inability, if you removed my ability to, say, trade stocks, I mean, I'm not a big stock trader by any stretch of the imagination, but there's people who those seconds could cost them hundreds or thousands of dollars. Um, now, those are people that have hundreds and thousands of dollars to lose, so maybe not the people that need specific protection. But uh, an example of where um, your points are actually being made. These things are special, they're important, and they need to be maintained. Now, the argument um, that goes on leaning towards my camp of things, um, which is, is basically it's not that um, people such as myself, or it's not that I go, no, that it's just, just free reign. I do assert that telcos have certain rights. These are their pipes, um, and that as a capitalist um, and as a capitalistic society, we need to allow them to maximize their revenue from those pipes within certain constraints. Now, those constraints are already in place, and that's what the lion's share um, of net neutrality opponents are asserting, that's what I'm asserting, um, is that these protections are already in place. They're already in the area of consumer protection. Now, what I wouldn't have minded seeing um, would be addendums added in to simply the consumer protection area, not a specific legislation that applies directly to the Internet and says that mobile is the Wild West, um, and the wired network is, you know, quote unquote, protected, and, and you, you know you can't you can't filter your ones and zeros around. Um, this kind of legislation makes nobody happy, and it doesn't actually accomplish what it needs to do. Um, it, it ties the hands of telcos in one case, um, and perhaps it, using your 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 own points. Um, and we'll see how things go, but because specific laws have now been noted that go, okay, and mobile is open. Now, it, it, the way I view the world, and I'm pretty sure we'll see it come to pass, is the rights of the consumer will override the rights um, outlined in the specific net neutrality um, openness. So going, well, you know, the, the, the mobile web is, is wide open. I don't think consumer protection is going to come into play before that open mobile, you know, Wild West, is, as, as some would argue, uh, it's being created. Um, if it comes to pass, though, that the telcos are now given rights surpassing what was outlined or, or what they were restricted to to this point by consumer protection, now wouldn't that be a, a smack in the face uh, for net neutrality advocates and, and for your camp of things? Um, when, uh, while I, I oppose net neutrality legislation specifically, the principles of it and, and the protection of consumers, I think, is very important. Those are already in place and being taken care of in a different area. If it comes to pass that this pushing for net neutrality legislation enacted an area into mobile that overrides those uh, consumer protection laws, I don't believe they do. But if loopholes are found that allow that to happen, your entire camp will, will lose ground. And in fact, most of the people in mine, other than the telcos themselves, will have lost ground because of net neutrality advocation and because of the laws that have been enacted. So I think we've actually almost created a worse scenario here or a worse potential scenario. Uh, but as long as consumer protection comes first and then these net neutrality um, laws come into place, um, I, I think we're, we're, we're 
you know, things are going to continue basically the way the way they always have, um, because there's been nothing in place to to protect them to to this point. I think it's those consumer protection that is the, the of paramount importance. Little adjustments to those to include um, some things that you know sort of gear towards uh, the internet. I think would have been a much 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 better way to go um, than trying ah, to tie so the net hands neutrality, but not necessarily a neutral a neutral net. I got it. Well, I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, it's not neutral. I mean, we, we all say, hey, it's neutral, and we all have a barrier to entry is zero. Barrier to entry is not zero. You don't charge zero. <laughs> I don't charge zero. Uh, yeah, but it costs me nothing except my own education, my laptop, and my Internet connection to get involved in this industry and to help make this industry. Right. Me but let's say you're a chiropractor and you don't have years to invest, but you want your chiropractic clinic to do well on the web. Now okay, that's different. That's that's now you've got service pay. providers. Well, exactly, but that's my point. But you can't tie my hands. You can't go, Dave. You can only charge ten dollars an hour because that way everybody can afford you. No, the market dictates what I can charge. And hey, I, mean, I have that's, no that's problem the with it. the ISPs having bandwidth caps. I have no problem with the ISPs charging you for going over those bandwidth caps. I do mm -hmm. have a problem with them moving the goal line as it suits them. I think Brasco wanted to jump in with a point. Yeah, because the point is, we even, uh, uh, Dave, you might not know, but me and Jim actually have been kind of sparring words in the chat room for the last five minutes or so while you've been ranting. And my whole deal is, it's just like you were coming across because I have a big, the biggest problem with this net neutrality legislation is with the people trying to enforce it. I am not a proponent for the FCC handling this. The FCC is full of appointed officials by whichever administration, okay? It's not anyone that's an elected official that the citizens of the United States get to elect. So, Dude. I mean, the same way Congress Dude. supposedly, I, I understand. Don't understand climate change. Jim, I get they where you, I, I get how you, I, I, I get how you come across. I thought it was a bunch of dump trucks. But the point is, They're what's supposed qualified. to happen is, before, you know, before Congress became, you know, full-time employees, you know, Congress was supposed to be Appointed, uh, elected by the people of this country, and brought on to work for us. They they're supposed to work for their well, it would constituents. Be nice to see them do that, wouldn't it, Brasco? <laughs> of they course. Work for Wall but you know what? I you know, look, it, it, it's going to be inevitable that it will happen. But see, I don't like the way that uh, you have to understand the FCC's you know past. The their history has been has it's been crap. Okay. To protect you. Look, do you want a repeat of the 1996 Telecommunications Act, whereby the reason why, you know, look at what media the FCC touches, okay? Any of this communications. When they touched radio, they homogenized the entire radio industry. Advertising revenue has been down year to year. You know, you have all these different, all the well, creative content is gone. TV. Television the same way. Because now you well, have... That might have something to do with the well, internet. Of course it does. FCC controls television. They were able to go ahead and get every corporate television entity now to go ahead and buy up every cable channel. So now you have 500 cable channels on, 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 on DirecTV or whatever kind of cable sources you have. But guess what? They're owned by about five different companies. Five companies control all that content with no creativity. Okay. And I agree that's a problem. So do you want the SEC to go ahead and put their filthy scummy hands into what's been a profitable no what has been a profitable entity? People have made money on yes, this and George, this right here. Yes, I do and I'll I tell want you why. It's it's again the same way of free enterprise. I want every internet marketer, anybody that's on the internet that's trying to monetize themselves George, or their product to make as much Rasko, money as possible Rasko, without down, intervention. Brother. Slow down. Sure. You clearly don't understand the debate. Sorry, brother. I love you. I respect you. But you clearly don't get the debate. Dave, this what do you think? About the FCC's grubby hands. This isn't about control of the internet. But this I do about worry about who's going to handle this. I don't want this the FCC to control this. The corporate control of the internet. I have to jump in here and go, I think Brasco, and of course I do, because Brasco's helping make my point, but seriously, and this is somebody at the station that could, quote-unquote, be affected by this, um, I mean, making the very, the very same point, different point, actually, but a, a different angle on the same point is, and a valid one, who is it that's controlling things? Do I want the Hells Angels controlling drug laws? No, I don't. Hold it. <laughs> right. FCC and Hells Angels, massive leap there, Dave. Don't. Oh, We're Canadians, okay. remember? We argue logically. 
Yeah, but the point is, I'd rather go, have it go through. If it's going to go through, if it's going to be controlled, which, and let's be honest, it's going to happen anyway, okay? We can fight it for as long as we want, but I believe net neutrality, the, the regulation of the internet will have to come at some point because somebody's going to do it. They're going to say, look, you know, there's so much now that's invested. There's so much money to be made. We need to get our piece of the pie. And the bottom line is, it will go through Congress. And then if we have to go to a vote, it'll go to the Supreme Court. But I think that's where it should go if it's going to go anywhere. I wouldn't want it either way, but there's no choice here. All we can do is fight what we can. And for those that are pioneers on the Internet, they have made their money. All we can do is find new ways to continue to make that money. Yeah, well, what, what if... What if the uh, 12-year-olds out there, the 15-year-olds... Matter of fact, I, I know a very talented 15-year-old who wants to be a... Uh, who wants to be an animator. Yeah. The world that she's going to be growing into is going to be far more close to innovation and entrepreneurialism than ours was under these new regulations. It'll be much more difficult. Like I wrote, like I wrote on Facebook the other day, if you want to do mobile apps... And you want to make the next big thing? Get corped up now. Get owned by somebody. Otherwise, they ain't going to let you do it. <laughs> I don't want to see the internet become like cable TV. I don't want to see the internet get owned by five corporations. Or like the music industry. or And that's the direction we go in yeah. without regulation. Those who have the money will win. We, we can't pretend that we're not already there. Where do you go to get your information? There, well, there, what? How many sources are there? Where, where do you go when you are looking for information? You'll go to I, Facebook? Um, Dave, you'll go to Google? Dave. You might go to Bing or Yahoo, but there's like a handful of sources of information. And then the person that pays the advertising, that's the person who you're going to find. Why is that any different what are we um, from what's going on in, read, in any of the other newspapers a day. Um, including all the tech papers. Um, where do I go for the information? I tend to go to the sources, to, like, journalists. All right, and I go to CBC and listen to it on the radio, too, when I'm on my way to work, and I listen to the BBC every now and then. But when I'm looking for generic information, 90% of my access into that information starts. It may not end. It doesn't end at Google. It doesn't end at Facebook, but it starts there, and then they decide where I'm going to go. It's a handful of sites controlling uh, the Yeah, but you know what? You know what? If you want to type in your own URL and go somewhere else... That's true. No one's going to stop you. Under That's the way true. it works today, no one's going to deny, prevent you entry to other pieces of information. Under the new regulations, if you're accessing on a mobile device, they could... <laughs> Jim, let me interject one we other part of the like argument. You don't what you have to say. Thus, you can't say it. Jim, I beg your pardon. Let me go ahead and get in one more part of the argument here. Talk about information. I'm going to turn it around. About being informed. Sure. Look at who you're having to try to go ahead and regulate for our behalf. That, now, a okay, Darren, hold on, hold on. Mandated with making those regulations. Hold on, Darren, two that? years, hold on, hold on. Two years ago, Darren on SCR Rockstars did a whole story where there was a House Judiciary Committee that talked about net neutrality, right? And you saw those people like Arnold Specter or I, I forget who else was on that panel. Yeah, Arnold of, Specter, one of the few senators who actually understood the net. Oh, you think so? I do. The, somebody who's in their 80s that has never, I mean, truly might not, might not barely know how to email. These are people that are yeah, not tech savvy, or not as tech savvy as you think. We're in the, we're in the, we're in the, we're under the hood every day working on this. I prefer our own peers regulate this with some kind of an oversight. I think it should yeah, be I people that Dave know. Naylor. Dave Naylor as head of FCC. No way. I'm sorry. I, I don't know who you pick, but you know what? There could be somewhere, some way that comes across and says, guess what? Somebody needs to answer to you know, whichever world government you want. Somebody else needs to go and answer to that. But I don't want it to be, it goes back to my point. I don't want someone like the FCC, that kind of entity, controlling it. Nor do I want someone that is but not informed not, or not George, part of the industry. Is, that's what it's there for. That's why, that's why it exists. No. Do we need a specific internet agency? Um, 
Um, and, uh, and, and, and look at the aspects. Of, look at these aspects of our industry now. Affiliate marketers have their own association. Search engine marketers have their own association. Public relations. Every different niche there is has a, some kind of a social committee that uh, oversees themselves. Look, 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 I, I love Chris Bogues. I, I think he's a wonderful guy. But I got to tell you, I don't want Semple running the internet. <laughs> I, I, I just don't. Boggs. Chris Boggs. Oh, Boggs Bogues, you know how it is. He's, his name is Smythe to me. Um, Alan Blyweiss. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I love these people, but I don't necessarily think that they should be running the internet. And as uh, Squish says in the chat room, any regulating body has to be acceptable to the corporate interests as well. And so do we need a specific internet agency? Okay, you know what? And I think we might have to leave it at that for the next two and a half minutes as we go to break here on Webcology and WebmasterRadio.fm. Things are heating up here on Webcology. Stay tuned. We'll be concluding after these messages. Sit tight and don't move. Webcology. We'll be back after this short break. If you're looking for a new multifaceted SEO and social media tool set, look for The Raven. Raven has the important tools that every internet marketer needs. Raven offers customized metrics for managing link building campaigns, social media campaigns, with campaign reporting and research tools that you can easily manage. Build up campaign performance for your clients and give your team the tools that will make them soar. If you want to increase your internet marketing revenue, look for The Raven. Go to raventools.com. That's raventools.com. From domains to digital marketing, social media to blogging, you can reach this broad audience by using what you're listening to now. Reach the thousands of internet marketers that download and listen live to the premier on-air and on-demand podcast network, webmasterradio.fm, with the Internet Marketing Channel. Our ad campaigns are fully integrated with multiple avenues of exposure, from slick, effective 30-second commercials to detailed, informative 30-minute town hall meetings. Expose your products and services to listeners and podcasters of not just shows like Market Edge and Domain Masters, but anyone looking for ways to market their business with your product. Contact sales at webmasterradio.fm to find out more. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Join marketing to women expert Maria Retan as she chats with those in the know so your business can grow. Her strings, Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Webcology. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Deep. According to the New York Times today, media mogul Barry Diller, chairman of the IAC Interactive Corporation, said in an interview on Tuesday that he thought the FCC had achieved, quote, as much as could be done, end quote. The rules of the road, he said, are going to deter bad behavior that I think was coming closer and closer. Now, what exactly that bad behavior is is kind of theoretical. Don't know exactly what it is uh, just yet, but we do remember uh, Comcast denying access to BitTorrent. We also remember AT&T censoring a Pearl Jam concert where Pearl Jam criticized then-President George W. Bush over the war in Iraq. Mm -hmm. How did both of those end there, Jim? (laughs) How did both end? How did those end? How did did that Comcast ruling uh, end? Uh, I'll tell you, it ended with them being fine. How did the AT&T issue end? It ended with public pressure reversing their, their actions. The consumers are already protected. That's the entire no, but here's the deal, Dave. Here's the deal, Dave. Under the new FCC regulations, they'll be able to do just that on the mobile web. They'll be able to censor it. 
And if, you, okay. if they don't like the information you want to put out there, Dave, they can tell you to STFU. You know, there's this unfortunate thing, though. It's pesky, and it's bothered a lot of businesses for a long time, and it's called the First Amendment. You can't censor me just because of what I say. And you can look at the, at the blocking of, of the um, abortion uh, or anti-abortion messages that were going out. Um, I'll look up the, the name of the provider that was blocking them here momentarily. Uh, but again, public pressure. It, didn't even, it was going to become a, a, um, an actual uh, federal issue or, or a legal issue. Didn't even get to that within like basically hours. Public pressure and outcry had caused a complete reverse. So, I mean, not only do we have consumer protection in here, but we've got this pesky thing called a wallet, and I get to control mine, and there's nothing you can do about that. So when you combine the existing consumer protection laws and you take the fact that if you start screwing with what I want to do, I'm going to find somebody who won't. There we go. You, you, you yeah, well, you, you, find, you find as many people as you want who won't screw with what you're trying to do. But anyone who's trying to, oh, say, read your words or hear your ideas over a network that's allowed to and is actively censoring you, they, they won't care. They won't care how you feel about it because they won't know. And the funny thing is, here is, is what I, I, we're arguing is both of us hate this law. <laughs> I, 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 I just can't believe that 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 both of you, who both love freedom and love the industry we work in, would fall on this side on the side of the argument that you do. It, it's mind blowing to me. At, at the end of it, though, I mean, it's, it's funny that you that way because I I do love freedom. I really, really do. And, 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 and what you're doing is enacting laws or, or attempting to enact laws, and, and a flawed though they may be in this case, and we can both, we'll both do uh, these. We both agree on that. Um, but uh, they're that, that that actually tying the hands of corporations. I mean, I, I don't know when that becomes freedom, um, but, but a, a wrong against one is a wrong against the Corporations are not interested in your freedom, Dave. They're interested in your money. And let's not... The Soviet national anthem of the whole commie Just thing, you know. You, Rascal. <laughs> <laughs> if, I could, if I could play Deutschland over Alice for you, I would. But I don't have my hand on the front button. <laughs> we love you, Jim. We love you. Yes, again, I, I wish I could play Deutschland over Alice for you. Um... We, I think we can all agree, like, uh, it's funny, in, in, in thinking about this, this conversation we, the, that we've had and this debate and the three different perspectives on things, it's no wonder that when you actually get, like, uh, you know, representatives from Save the Internet and a couple senators and the telcos all in the same room, we're not going to agree with each other. Imagine if we actually had millions upon millions of dollars on the line <laughs> trying to get these groupings of individuals to actually agree on something. Um, to wonder anything was done, and then the, the fact that it comes back so incredibly flawed by everybody's um, take on things. Um, I mean, heck, I even feel sorry for your side for what has come out of this out of this current current set of of, of legislations. To me, I look at this and go, from your angle of things, you lost ground. We gained. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can just continue to gain. I mean, we we won. Um, because well, we again, actually won something. Um, the, the internet, the, the plug-in-the-wall internet will remain the same as it is now. The same traditions will apply. The idea of net neutrality will apply to the plug-in-the-wall internet. That's not what I'm concerned about. What I'm concerned about is where the internet's going, where all the energy's going. And that's the mobile web. And you know, somebody with the telcos had just been listening to Cindy Crum, they would have pushed for this four or five years ago, Nobody would have batted an eye because it was this irrelevant kind of little thing, this mobile thing, and it wouldn't have even been an issue, and here we'd be. And you know what? We'd probably be having the same debate because nothing bad would have happened. <laughs> okay, you know what? I think we've pretty much beat this horse to death. Um, we're, we're, we're now kicking it in the stomach just to see if we can produce gas from it. Um, <laughs> Let's shift gears a little bit here. We got five minutes to go. I think we, I don't know, if, I'm into doing a show next week. What about you? I think so. I think it'd be a great idea. Um, I know I'm definitely going to be around. Um, it'll be the. Are feeling better? Uh, yes. Dude, I should be feeling better by then. Um, next week, we can do the show we meant to do this week. Yeah, I look forward to 2011. Um, although, I got to tell you, 
with these new net neutrality rules that, that allow the corporations to do anything on the mobile web, my predictions have changed slightly. I know. I'm thinking. I'm thinking Matrix, a world where the robots control the universe. That's that's what I'm seeing, predicting for 2011 because of this whole net neutrality thing. Well, and and you know, I'm the kind of guy who would want regulations put on the folks who make robots so that they'd at least have to follow Isomov. I, I, um, as a Geismov's basic three rules, right? Yeah, well, we saw, all saw how well that went. <laughs> it went well. <laughs> it went well. That was, uh, well, it was a mediocre film, but it was a good book. Oh, I thought it was an all right film. I bought it on Blu-ray. Um, but you're right, it was a better book than a, you know, almost everything is a better book than a movie. Um with the exception, perhaps, of Pillars of the Earth, which was uh, really well done, into, except for the last, I don't know, two minutes. But anyways, um, okay, so I guess we will uh, we'll, we'll take over, and next week we will do our prediction show. And, uh, yeah, I think, we, I think we all have a lot of, uh, I'm gathering we're all going to have a lot of predictions. I think we can safely say the net neutrality thing, not going to have a huge impact uh, necessarily through that. I think we can, we can still go in. World's not going to come to an end in 2011, and we can um, actually make some predictions on uh, where the world of internet marketing is going to head there, and uh, you know, what, I, I uh, what you might a be coming up. Piece of advice to um, search marketers and uh, developers out there: mm-hmm. watch this stuff very closely. Watch the regulations, be they be they pro or neutral or anti-net neutrality. No matter how it goes, watch really carefully because that's where Google's going. That's where Facebook's going. That's where the new applications that come along to replace Google and Facebook will be coming from. And my friends, as uh, online entrepreneurs, that's where we're going to have to be. Now, whether you agree with Dave's side of things, whether you agree with my side of things, doesn't matter. What matters is that you're informed and able to plan your businesses two, three, five years into the future. That's right, Brasco, I said five-year plan. Um and if, if, if you can't do that, then, well, you know, it's difficult to remain in business. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing, what are you doing for uh, Saturday, Dave? Uh, Saturday, I will probably be eating a lot. Um, I'll be waking up to Captain Crunch. Um, because that's a, a tradition in our house, because we don't buy sugary cereals through the year. But Christmas Day, you, you wake up. Have a have a whatever your pick is. Mine's always Captain Crunch because that was my favorite as a kid. So, um, and uh, yeah, opening some presents and uh, yeah, probably going, you know, looking at the Christmas lights around, spending some time with family. You know, just a, a real Christmassy uh, kind of thing. Um, you're, you're, you're just about to start Christmas in um, three minutes, actually. In, in three minutes, you know, in three minutes, I start drinking. Because <laughs> I've got a Christmas party here and. Uh, yeah, I've managed to hold out because it was a debate on net neutrality. Um, but, but my logic was, heck, you know what? It's 2 o'clock there. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, and we're, we're just going to be starting. And then, uh, yeah, the office is closed right through till Tuesday. So might actually, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and avoid computers on Saturday. That's, that's my mission for Saturday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to about, touch a computer. Sunday? I, I don't know what they call it in the States, but up here we have the tradition of Boxing Day, the day after Christmas when, like, mm-hmm. the stores... Slash their prices by percent You got any plans for Boxing Day? No. No. Well, I'm going I'm to be making a big brunch at my house, inviting my grandmother over, having a big family thing there, too, because uh, I love cooking brunch, making eggs Benny and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, you know what, really? It's, it's, and on, uh, on, on Christmas Eve, it's, it's with, uh, with Mary's family. It's just a big family three-day period of time. And you know what? That's really what, uh, what this season should be about, I think. Uh, more than getting stuff. How about you, Brasco, down there in Florida? What are you guys doing for Christmas? Well, I'm Spanish, so actually our Christmas really is spent tomorrow night. Everybody gets together for dinner, you know, pretty much the presents get open then. And Saturday's just kind of like a laissez-faire kind of just sit back and just uh, do nothing. Yeah. But the weather will be 72 degrees down here. Raining, but 72. Well, I'm going to be spending Christmas with my uh, immediate family here in Toronto and uh, missing with all of my heart my uh, my new family on the West Coast. And, um, yeah, uh, 
Stepping out, stepping out of neutrality uh, for a second. Um, to Winter and to Kelly, happy Christmas, both of you. I miss you so terribly. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good Christmas. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to see my family, but can't wait for the next two weeks to pass. I'll tell you that. And I'm on a jet plane. <laughs> and then we'll be seeing you. Absolutely. Um, come to think of it, you and I got two years of two years of drinking and poker to do. I know, I know, and we will catch up. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, uh, Papa needs some spending money, so let's uh, let's get that poker game on. Okay, friends, awesome. we are still wrapping it up. We've gone over time. Uh, happy Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, uh, Cool Kwanzaa. Um, happy holidays to everybody from the crew at Webcology and from the crew at WebmasterRadio.fm. We will have a show next week, our last show of 2010. And, uh, well, stay safe. Um, don't drink and drive. And don't do anything incredibly stupid, at least not until after Santa's shown up. Talk to you next week, everyone. Bye.